Hi, and welcome to Change Your Mind with Flora. My name is Flora, and you are listening to the Conscious Creator series. Today, we are talking to Rainier van Harten. Rainier is a multimedia artist specializing in music and theater. With his newest project, Obsidian Slash Silk, he creates an immersive and enchanting experience for his audience. It tells the story of the wired boy who faces different challenges and slowly transforms into a robot in an attempt to be in control. In this podcast, we start to uncover some of the layers, but I want to invite you to keep looking further at the almost mythological reindeer, but also at yourselves and each other. Where are you suppressing or embracing your humanity? Where would you like to create more freedom? In this podcast, Rainier dares and inspires us to explore the gray area in between the boxes and labels. He tells a story of strength, resilience, creativity, and space. Reindeer is poetry in motion. You may not have met him yet, but you're gonna love him. Let's get started. But I'm gonna love him, gonna love him, gonna love him with all I've got. I'm gonna love him with all. Welcome. So nice to have Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, really nice. Let's take a deep breath just to arrive in the moment. <sighs> it was not super deep, but <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> uh-huh. How are you feeling right now? Well, I'm good now. I woke up a little bit. I don't know why, but with some distress or some. Uh, uncomfortable i think it was a dream or something it must be something because i'm a really uh, yesterday i felt really good and today i was like why can i not keep that feeling mm. i don't know why but now the day is a little bit further i feel i feel fine mm, that's good you have those days sometimes absolutely yeah and sometimes the contrast is so big if you've had a really yeah. great day and then the next I think morning maybe is just... it is because you had a great day that the next day you have to compensate or be in balance again i don't mm-hmm. know but yeah yeah that's okay. a good one i actually recognize that a lot if you've been on a high for too long yes you kind exactly. of need to balance it out mm-hmm. yeah the same with the with the uh, with the performance oh, like you yeah. are really weird high and then the next day i know don't do anything just watch a movie because mm-hmm. you're gonna get a low yeah 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 you're kind of sick of the brain drugs yeah exactly yeah. it's a little too much well i'm happy you're starting to feel a little better and i am super excited to have you here for this podcast um Thanks. we have a lot of stuff going on today there's something specific i wanted to start with but before we go there i just wanted to let people know that you just released a single um when people are listening to it so now that we're recording you're about to um yes release a new project and we're gonna get back to that very soon because i would love to hear more about that but before we get started i wanted to ask you if you'd be okay with starting before the um starting with the show before you tell yes of course cool so, so. Yeah, so the idea here, for those of you who are listening for the first time, the show Before You Tell is a moment where um, Rainier is going to describe one of his favorite experiences in his work and try to take us into his mind during that experience. 
And the reason we're starting with that today is there is so much stuff we want to talk about today. And I want to take a moment to help us all transition into the right mindset to have that conversation. And so I would love to invite you to just listen with an open mind and visualize whatever Rainier is going to tell you right now. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I had, when you um, asked the question, I had immediately one example in my head. Mm -hmm. And it's, you have the moment before you go on stage. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're with your band or you're with, um, I don't know, sometimes I'm with just dancers, but you're together and you're not talking to each other. You're just there like being nervous, like, oh my God, there's a lot of people and we have to perform. Mm -hmm. But then there's the moment, and I like that even more, that you walk on stage and it's just a couple of seconds and there's no music. Um, you see the people, the lights are on your face and you're about to start the whole gig, like the whole show. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, those those seconds are so magical because it's really weird because you feel like you're in a bubble with your musicians or with whatever there's on stage. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not like you against the world, but it's like we know what's going to happen and we're going to deliver it to an audience. But um and there's one one specific moment um because there's also moments when it feels like you're in a lift like everything is going super well and you're like oh my god i have like goosebumps and this is what mm. i want to do but sometimes it goes wrong mm. and that moment i had one moment and i was on stage and um there was a dancer behind me and i was with a full band and the first song the dancer would climb on my back so it uh, she would be like down and slowly climb on my back while mm. I was singing the first song. So it was a cappella. And while she was climbing my, on my back, um, I had in-ears to hear the music. So that's the only way to hear the music is through in-ears and the in-ears are plugged into like an electricity box, I guess. Mm. And she uh, pushed the, the plug with her knee. So it fell out of the electricity box. So I couldn't hear the music anymore. Mm. But that first song was a cappella, so it was okay. So I could keep on singing. But I knew in the furthermore in the show, I needed the in-airs because otherwise, yeah, the whole show would be crappy. But the, mm. the show was all about dancing, about movement, about performance i wasn't uh, before i was like uh, playing a character so it was not possible to just be like oh sorry my in-ears aren't working I, it was like there, there there has to be a moment that somebody's gonna fix it mm -hmm. she was on my back doing the dance and she she whispered in my ear i thought i'm going to fix it mm -hmm. but she actually said i don't know what she exactly said but she said something different she said something like you can fix it now or something like that mm. how it eventually uh, worked I, I didn't know because i forgot i totally forgot the moment some i think she fixed it in the end but those moments that you are together on the mm -hmm. stage and she was whispering in my ear and i think nobody saw it but at the moment it was really painful and i thought no 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 but looking back at it i was like oh it was such a special weird little moment that's only <laughs> happening on a stage like that somebody's whispering that you know there's a problem but nobody knows the problem only <laughs> we know the problem we're gonna fix it together and mm. i don't know i just those moments on the stage for me those are 
golden. I really, I really love them. I love so that. So that's, that's my, my, that's my, my story. And I love this vibe of, it's almost like you share this little secret um, yeah. contrasted with you're on a stage literally in the spotlight. Yeah, exactly. And um, I like that a lot because I think this contrast is something that you work with a lot and mm -hmm. that you've really emphasized in your latest release. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Maybe we can start with the project you're working on right now. Yeah, the, the contrast thing has always been something in my work, but for this album I really wanted, or this project, I really wanted to be um, specifically named. So the project is called Obsidian slash Silk. Mm -hmm. So there are two sides and I chose Obsidian and Silk because there's... Um, Obsidian is a, a, a glass of a volcano. Volcano mm -hmm. is that, yeah, the word. I think so. And um, it's really um, sharp and black and it's super, uh, super beautiful uh, stone. But if you throw it on the ground, it's very brittle. So it, mm. it falls apart like, like glass. Mm -hmm. So, um, and uh, silk. Of course, we know the, the fabric. It's really mm -hmm. beautiful and strong, but it is made of um, larvae, larvae mm -hmm. and they boil it. So uh, they, they destroy the animal, they kill mm -hmm. it to make silk. So it also has two sides. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that both of them have two uh, contradictions inside of them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I started to, to, to uh, think about how we could make musically like what is obsidian how do i put it in music what is silk how do i put it in music and of course there's electronic instruments and acoustic instruments mm -hmm. but also what is like the um, overlapping the yeah, like the, the overlapping theme that's actually yeah, very similar exactly yeah. so that's really the interesting part about this project mm. i love that a lot and i was curious and i think other people might be curious about this too um, because I, I really like that you have this sort of yin yang kind of yeah. contradiction yeah. where, um, you know, from the outside, it looks like obsidian is strong and silk is soft. And then when you look beyond mm. that, as you explained, there's actually much more than meets the eye. Yes. Um, but I'm really curious how this translates to your personal life and, and you as a person. Yeah. What is so your personal from, connection with it? Um, I was all also when I was younger, I was always drawn to to how people behave and how people can be so multi-layered. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, I, I uh, for myself, like um, I always felt that I needed to choose between, for example, uh, manly or, or or women, or be strong or weak or choose left-winged or right-winged it was always that I thought oh why 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 do I need to choose between those why there's something that's overlapping between them that it has to be because we're human and we have I have a lot of anger in me but I also have a lot of joy in me so mm -hmm. and I feel like if I put those extremes in my work so extremely electronic or extremely uh, feminine mm -hmm. I also at the same time uh, emphasize the other side and that's what I like about them because there's like a gray area between the two of them and I feel like some people 
don't like that gray area like no mm -hmm. we have those two boxes or those two sides and that's easy that's understandable but for me it's like the gray area is understandable because there it comes together and there's for me is a sort of comfort and a, a place of uh, understanding so i really want to to it's it's a bit more magical it's not so mm -hmm. straightforward it's the magical side of it i really love it yeah and for you, this gray area, is that like the space in between the boxes where you can yeah. just move without having to choose? Yeah, it feels more free. It's like I'm secretly <laughs> moving between those. And I like both sides, but for me, it's not, for a lot of times, it's not, uh, I don't like to, 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 to choose. I don't like to have the... Yeah, what I said, it, it gives me kind of freedom. Also, specifically, this project is a lot about feminine versus masculine. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people would be more free if they could move between them because mm. it gives so much more options and so much more expression possibilities. And your identity, for me, it isn't fixed. I don't believe that I'm just a boy, just a, a man with certain uh, themes in his life. And... I feel like it's so much bigger than that mm. in a good way. Absolutely. Yeah. And is that something you've always felt free to express or uncover within yourself? No. So that's maybe also why I'm making this project mm -hmm. because it's, <clears throat> it's still a theme that's uh, causing a lot of aggression. I feel with mm. people because there's one movement right now that a lot of people are like yes of course there are differences between men and women but let's focus also on the things that are the same and there are people who, who there's a big spectrum and mm -hmm. all different kind of people but let's focus not on the norm like how we see the norm but people who fall outside of the norm is way more interesting because the, the, that's for me a bigger part I think a bigger mm. part of humanity is falling outside of the strict norm we are focusing on right now and for me when I was younger till my 18th birthday I uh, was still in the closet mm -hmm. and I was like hiding my uh, gay sexuality mm -hmm. and I did that by um, making lists of movie I had to watch like making lists of sports i had to uh remember like the, the the scores of sports stupid stuff like that like i was hiding who i really wanted to be and um for me that's such a painful thing to to think about when i see that still people are doing that not only gay sexuality but with a lot of things mm -hmm. and i think that that repressing or that suppressing of feelings it's it's so stupid if you think about it it, mm -hmm. it forms such uh, toxic energy in your body and in your mind and mm -hmm. it's not necessary and i think we can beat that and it's really i think i feel like right now is the time to beat those things because we are in a time there's we can live we we, we have houses we have food we of course we are living so well so it's, it's so so good in holland but at the same mm -hmm. time there's still a lot of suppressed feelings that's not necessary and a lot of anger mm -hmm. so i feel i feel it's a, it's a right the right movement mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. yeah i really agree with you and i was also wondering um 
because you said you you hid who you are but also who you wanted to be for a long time um did you feel freer after coming out or was there a long process because i can imagine that it's difficult Mm. to flip that switch yeah exactly at first you think oh i i i flipped the switch (laughs) what you said really beautiful but that's not true Mm. it's a really long way and it's also um you've built like kind of a um an armor around mm. your body like oh, yeah. and then you are uh, out of the closet and you're like okay let's let's face the world there um there's so much to discover and my sexuality and boys and mm. what i'm going to do but I, I was a little bit like <clears throat> i was a little bit like stuck in myself like I'm going to be a boy and um, there's a lot of freedom and I'm going to experiment and everybody um, will understand. But at the same time, fuck you if you don't like me and <laughs> really, really a hard way of, of looking at that. So I, I really and then I also understand like ah, in, the, in, the, in the gay scene itself, people are also like still judging and saying feminine is not good. And I was like, oh, I, I thought that would be mm. gone in the gay scene. It's like this bubble full of people who are really uh, open-minded, but mm. no, that was not the case. Mm. So I also had to find out why that was for myself and why I was being so hard on me and on others because I was doing the same shit, of course. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was also a long road. I would not say that I'm I'm exactly where I would want to be, like in in terms of my sexuality and how I look at myself, but it's really, it's much more open-minded and sweet to myself. And, mm. um, and I learned to, 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 that it's okay to make mistakes in that, but talk about it and be honest about it and yeah, share it with other people. It's really scary, but I think it's important. Yeah. I really, um, I really appreciate you saying that. I think that's a very good thing for people to hear if they're struggling like you can say it out loud to yourself and to people you trust um and be a little kind to yourself yeah i I really like that you say that um and i was wondering because i see that you've made a lot of i don't know if i can call it progress i don't i don't like that word in this context but it's it's a whole journey to maybe trust yourself and get closer to yourself if you've denied who you are to the outside world. Um, And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to is that if you're young and you try to hide who you are um, and at some point you get the freedom to express who that is, do you even know? Yeah, exactly. Um, So I think that's- It's a journey. Yeah, yeah. it's a journey. And it's of course also educating yourself and- Mm go into the world and find out and talk to people but also educating like i i read a lot of books like um i have a little book it's lying over there it's about non-binary people and stuff Mm -hmm. like that when i read it i was like oh first you see of you think no it's not for me or i'm already okay with myself but just keep on reading keep on learning about other people's experiences and it opens up so much more about yourself mm-hmm. and now i'm like eager to read everything about a certain subject that's maybe not for in the first place for me but in the end mm-hmm. we are all connected I'm, I'm i'm sure about that 
I'm even connected to to how Trump thinks, even if he's an asshole. <laughs> There, there is a connection in a way, and if you see the connection, you can you can start a conversation. Mm, that's a really see... important thing you're saying. If you see yeah. the connection, you can have the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, it's just no, no. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. I'm not like yeah. But then, mm. you you get a divided world, and mm. of course, I'm not. I don't like his ideas at all. But I. If I think about them, I understand where they where they come from, mm. and if you understand where they come from, you see a connection, and then mm-hmm. and then you can I have hope, the real conversation. Yeah, the real conversation. Mm-hmm. If the other people st- is open for it, of course. Yeah, for sure, it does definitely take two. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that is such a such a good thing you're saying because I think oftentimes we have this these superficial level conversations of I don't like this thing and you don't like that thing and almost always there's something underneath um, that we can relate to because it's fear or it's sadness or it's maybe grief over not being able to express your own identity and feelings yeah exactly Um, and that's really a weird thing about 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 people that they do uh, that they um, yeah how do you say it that when somebody has an ID that you don't like or does mm-hmm. something that 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 you don't like you, the first thing you do is no no I don't want that <laughs> instead of oh what 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 is it that you're doing mm-hmm. I don't know why that is but it's, it's it's like a mechanism social mechanism I don't know if you it's really really it's not helping at all no no it's an interesting question and I think you're right um, and it's so difficult, right? Because it does require a certain level of emotional intelligence and mm-hmm. impulse control and patience and attention and willingness to yeah. connect. Um, and maybe a willingness to be vulnerable as well, because it's much easier yeah. to say, I don't like your ideas than it is to say, I'm worried that I might be out of work tomorrow. Exactly. But th- sometimes I think, th- can everybody be vulnerable? Mm. Is it like, because we all have a different background mm-hmm. or or is it just for some people really more difficult to be vulnerable mm-hmm. like is it a talent or is it sometimes i think about it like some people can sing good and other people don't mm-hmm. is it also with vulnerability or emphasis or do we Good do question. we need to expect from everybody the same vulnerability mm-hmm. that yeah. we are able to to give that's really interesting. I'm actually reading some of the Brene Brown books right now about oh, vulnerability. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not nice. far enough in any of the books to give <laughs> to you a real conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> but I do find it really interesting. And um, I'm actually studying to be a psychologist. And I've been reading a lot about gender differences in depression, for example. Mm, and yeah. again, like I'm not here to give any advice. I'm not qualified to do that. Um, But one thing I found is that there seem to be differences in the expression of gender based on how much men conform to the idea of traditional masculinity. And Mm. the more they adhere to the standard, quote unquote, um, the more they will show depression in anger and in substance abuse and in lashing out rather than sadness and, um, you know, allowing themselves to be sad yeah and, 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 you know, and the, why the internal is that? feelings 
So they don't know exactly. Um, I will I will link some of the stuff down below if people are interesting uh, interested yeah. in in learning more. Um, there's interested. no conclusive <laughs> yeah there's no conclusive yeah. answer here yet. But I was just reading this last week, and I found it really really interesting. It is, and I also think that that women are far are further with exploring themselves than men are because also not because women are inferior but because men are taught to be to think less about their emotions mm -hmm. to express less because that's that's just the way we wanted men to be mm -hmm. so i think they're going to make a lot of great big steps the upcoming years i feel uh, i see it around me i see i see uh, that it's changing so that's mm -hmm. good we talk about it we can have a conversation about it and they and people feel like oh yeah there's really a need for conversation about this subject oh yeah absolutely absolutely and that is something i'm gonna get back at later in this conversation um yeah. around the boys won't be boys that is something i'm, I'm yeah. really interested in but before we get there, um, you are, when we're recording this, you're in the process of releasing the first um, part of the Obsidian slash Silk project. Yes. And that is Aphrodite and Tentacles. Yes. So when people are listening to this, it is out. So you can just like pause the podcast right now and go find it. <laughs> do it, do it, or finish the podcast and do it. Maybe, maybe finish maybe. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will link it in. Um, in your personal page, but I would love to hear a little bit about your first release. Yeah, so I told you uh, about the project and what the name is about, mm -hmm. but the the thing is, it's going to be released as a trip tech, so it's going to be an album, it's going to be a visual album, and it's going to be a, a, a production, like a, mm -hmm. a, a theater show. So cool. And um, the first chapter is now released, so the Aphrodite and Tentacles. Mm -hmm. So it's on Spotify, but it's also on YouTube as a, a, a video. And the video is like the first part of the whole visual album. Mm -hmm. And the first part is um, underneath the whole project, there's a little fairy tale. And the fairy tale I made myself to... to I do that a lot when I write music or when I make a, th a theater play because I understand... When I when I make a fairy tale, I understand my own thoughts and feelings mm -hmm. through through a tale. Mm -hmm. And the tale is about, in short, uh, a boy who uh, suppresses his feelings, his sexuality, mm -hmm. like the stuff we talked about, and then he slowly turns into this robot or this mm -hmm. robot kind of character who um, who doesn't have emotions or feelings. So he understands the world because everything is in control. There's nothing uh, holding him back. He's ready to 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 face the world with his new harness or his new armor. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the, the 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 fairy tale. And then in the in the tale, he's gonna meet all these characters. It's like an Alice in Wonderland kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. uh, but the first chapter is about this uh, coming of of becoming this robot. So mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're uh, in the video, you also see uh, me with dancers who have like tentacles on their arms and mm -hmm. uh, it's like real made tentacles from uh, 3D printers. That's really so cool. awesome. Yeah, that's really, like I worked with this maker's lab from engineers to technicians and I, I, I let them hear the, 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 the tentacles and they were like, 
oh my god we should make real tentacles and i was like what do you mean and they were like yeah you can dance with the tentacles and move with your fingers like it's really mm-hmm. and then they actually made it and i was like oh my god this is so amazing oh, that's incredible i love that yeah you can see it in the video <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's amazing so i hope i can say this but you showed me the video as preparation for the interview and i am super excited about it um i'm i'm really excited for people to see it so you know now that we're recording this we're still waiting um but i i hope people are just gonna watch it immediately (laughs) and share it with all their friends because this deserves to be seen i really hope it too when i uh, when i showed the video to my friends because i can show them already they they say like oh you have to watch it like five times because mm-hmm. every time you see something else and totally there are a lot of different worlds and also in the sounds you hear somebody screaming in the back that the first time you didn't hear and for me that's really important that you that you want to see it again and again mm-hmm. and then yeah i love that so i hope i, I can bring that to people yeah and it really is a multifaceted story in many ways, right? Like you say, yeah. like I have the same experience. The second time I watched it, it was a different experience. And ah, that's so nice. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was and wondering. Oh, no, yes. sorry. Finish. Finish. No, I, I was just maybe that, that's because of the contradictions that's also inside this video, like the, the nature versus technology. It mm-hmm. first starts in the, in the woods, in the forest, and it ends in a club with the tentacles so so if you go with the focus or your 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 state of mind is nature then you see a lot of nature stuff but if mm-hmm. your state of mind is technology so it's also how you look at the video oh totally and i i think that's such an interesting thing to bring up because that is the way we look at the world right exactly you yeah. look through your own lens and so um i love that there is there are so many little things in the clip that no matter how you arrive to to the screening you're gonna find something there Um, yeah so i think that's really interesting and i was curious because you said you sometimes use this idea of fairy tales or stories to understand and process your emotions um Mm. and you you told us a little bit about the wired boy who undergoes this transformation into sort of a robotic state what is the feeling behind that for you well, um, it's not that I have a fascination for robots because actually I think they are a bit scary. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, it's not like I was like a Star Wars fan or I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever. But <clears throat> when five years ago I had like uh, uh, my vocal cord was paralyzed due mm-hmm. to, an, uh, to a disease and then they do the research like an M- M- MRI scan MRI, MRI. yeah yeah same yeah. MRI scan and you you go into this uh tube and they uh, with your body you're surrounded by all these lights and weird uh, mm-hmm. noises and it really feels like you're in a different age in the future mm-hmm. and when <laughs> i was lying there and my body wasn't working and i couldn't sing normally because my vocal cord was paralyzed i was mm-hmm. like gosh why can I just be a robot for a second? Like Mm -hmm. everything is in control. Just open my neck, just fix the whole uh, paralyzed vocal cord and move on because I have a lot of things to do. I have my EP, my music, my tour. But then I thought, yeah, but that's 
that's life. We want to control everything. We just, everything needs to be fixed because we're so busy. And if something goes wrong, if your body stops acting the way you want it to be, yeah, then you're fucked. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, okay, when I'm a couple of years later, when I'm feeling fine again, I want to make something about this feeling of want to be a robot. Mm. So that's also when it all starts, when I begin writing this, that I thought I have to do something with that. So mm -hmm. it all comes together now. Yeah, that's that's so, so interesting. And um, I think also relatable for me, at least, this feeling of like, you know, wanting to be in control, especially over the things that you don't like. Um, we talked about this in advance. Like I also had surgery on my vocal cords. Um, so I've been through, you know, a, a different journey, but similar on some counts. And there is this frustration of, you know, you have this thing that means the world to you, which I think for both of us was music. And suddenly your body is like, nope. We're not <laughs> going to do not that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so i really relate to that feeling of like you know i wish yeah. i could just put in a new part like a car yeah. you know like replace a tube <laughs> yep just check it off so the, weird yeah, yeah exactly mm -hmm. but that's because we see life in a certain way we think we can control everything mm -hmm. we grow up our generation with the possibility to be anything you want to be mm -hmm. and also to buy anything you want and if you work hard enough you can buy that house and stuff like that so if if something stupid as as a vocal cord doesn't work you're like huh and there's mm -hmm. nothing i can do about it yeah. And then the doctors tell you, no, there's nothing you can do about it. And you're like, but that's not possible. So you have to surrender for the first time mm -hmm. in your life that it's really not possible. And mm -hmm. for me, that was like really an eye opener for like, okay, I have to surrender to the feeling that maybe I'm not going to be able to sing again. Mm -hmm. And I, I, when I was like eight years old, I thought I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to be a singer. So you have to let go of a feeling that's so intertwined with who you are mm -hmm. and what's your identity oh yeah and then you have to 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 to, to let go yeah and that's that's i think that was a really good lesson for me mm -hmm. even even maybe even a better lesson than my whole sexuality and overcome mm -hmm. nah, it's it's a, a different journey but mm -hmm. yeah for it, sure it, it, yeah it's a different journey but but this this is something that falls yeah I don't know how to explain it's it's such a part of your identity you think it's you think it's everything of your identity but then i learned no it's not everything it's it, you can choose how big it is part of your identity and how much joy it brings you mm -hmm. i can choose that my music and my performances are my everything but i can also see no it's everything for a couple of weeks but then you can let go and you have a lover and you have friends and you have my little baby niece and then mm -hmm. i see oh my gosh that can also be everything of my life so it's okay if something falls if it doesn't work anymore you can there's a lot of facets around your identity and that's that's oh, yeah. really really nice to to learn mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um, and th this is something that also sounds very relatable for me because I also went through a phase yeah. of like, who am I if I'm not the vocalist? 
Yeah, exactly. Right. Like I had, um, a, I went through a phase where even the principal of my school would like see me walking outside and go like, Hey, that's the vocalist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so it's this grief of a part of your identity, I think. And I was curious for you when you got to a point where maybe you got back on stage, was that a moment where, you know, you were, you were there with extra force and power and enthusiasm, or did you feel like, um, it was maybe a smaller part of your life by then? Well, the, the weird thing is if you will also understand if you make music and you're going to record it and you're going to play live, mm -hmm. then, then it's everything. It's everything you're, you're, you're working on and it's, you wake up and you go to sleep with, with that. Mm -hmm. So, but because I had the, the, the years before where I thought it wouldn't be able to be on stage anymore, mm -hmm that part grew was that had a um, that had grown f so much stronger inside of me mm -hmm. and um i think it's about validation that i did it this time i did it all for myself mm -hmm. i was on stage and i i knew like i don't care what other people think i'm gonna be here and i'm gonna make stuff that's important for me mm -hmm. and that made me feel really happy and really free because you, yeah you 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 make what you want to make and 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 it and it gives you joy and that's the most important thing and yeah next week i could go to my baby niece and be <laughs> yeah. happy with my baby niece i, I don't know that. that's the, uh, it's difficult to explain because it, on, it, i said it's the most important thing mm. but at the same time there's this voice that's growing stronger that's that's learning you to look at look at it from above and not like mm. be constantly inside this 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 person who is a singer who is a maker mm. you, you you have a distance yeah. yeah that's that's really interesting and um i i connected it to i actually did a, did a podcast with samuel fakemon um mm. two weeks ago and nice. he had this vision of like the helicopter view and yeah. that especially as musicians, it's so easy to get stuck on, you know, your one song or the one line or the one guitar yeah. progression um, yeah. and how sometimes it can be so helpful to let go of your babies <laughs> and see them from above and and see the whole spectrum. Yeah. So I like, it's it's yeah. the most difficult thing, I think. Of, oh, yeah. Because. Sometimes when I look back on my music from five years ago, mm -hmm. it feels like it's not me anymore. I, I knew I know I made it, but when I look back at it, I can be like, oh my God, it's so good. Or wow, that progression, did I make that? Stuff like that. <laughs> and that's like only possible when it's a couple of years later, because uh -huh. the music I made, like my album is almost finished. I cannot, I cannot say like, oh my God, this is so, I don't know why, but it's because you're in it. You're inside the moment. Oh, yeah. It's still feeling like the songs you've made are, are the feelings and emotions that evoke and it brings you, it's too close to you. So I think it's really, really difficult to have that helicopter view from above when you're inside the moment. But I, I think you can learn it like with meditation or with mm. mindfulness to, to also, I'm trying to create that state of mind right now, because I think it can be really helpful also to, to make the right choices. Because sometimes when you're in a down mood and you hear your music and you're like, everything is shit. I'm not going <laughs> to release it. I'm going <laughs> to, I hate like, my oh. work. 
I hate my work. Yeah, I hate everything I do. It's really it happens to me a lot, and I think to、uh-huh. myself, why? Why are you doing this? You are destroying、mm-hmm. the moment. So、oh, yeah. I hope I can. I, I'm I'm meditating right now and try、mm. to do it every day and hope it helps me to 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 get that perspective. Perspective. I love that, and I think that's such a good、um, such a good way to deal with it because you said it's too close, and I felt like. You know, when you're making something like this, and it's such an intensive pro- process, it kind of feels like a limb, like it's a part of you, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that you're meditating now because part of that is actually also separating yourself from your body.、Yeah. Like you're, you know, you're in your body, and you're、yeah. you're having this experience, but that doesn't mean that you are your body and everything that goes on with it. Yeah, and still, it's it's so. Difficult not to,、mm. because a lot of people tell you this and meditation and mindfulness, but still sometimes you feel like th- this is all you have,、mm-hmm. and sometimes you have those experiences like, oh, it's more than that. But、mm. I'm still learning. I think it's oh, it's it's like the 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 best lesson in life to learn how to、uh, to grow stronger in、oh, yeah. being capable. That yes, absolutely, and it's. You know, it's such again. It's a process. Yeah.、Um, and it it's not linear, right? It's、mm-hmm. not like you study for four years and you get a degree in being mindful. <laughs> no. no.、Um, so that that's that's one.、Um, and it's just it's really interesting because it can be so difficult to be、mm-hmm. mindful.、Um, But it's that's okay too. Like that's part of the journey as well. Yeah, of course.、Mm-hmm. But I think I've I've now seen that I'm, of course, I'm now releasing. So it's my debut album. So、mm-hmm. five years ago, it was my debut EP.、Yeah. So when I'm releasing the album in a half year, it will be six years. So it's a really long time.、Mm-hmm. And I I, I thought I, I said to myself like I don't want to fall in the same trap、mm-hmm. because with my EP I was. Fully inside it, and I was like、uh, really stressful and couldn't sleep. But it's really difficult because I'm falling in the same patterns. I I, I see I see myself going the same spiral, downward spiral.、Mm-hmm. And I think this time with meditation, and I hope I can, I can, I can、uh, force myself to 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 push my head above、mm-hmm. the water because it's so scary. When you release music and it's so personal, because I make my music really personal,、mm-hmm. and yeah, what I talk about about validation, oh, I hate the aspect, but but you 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 just are curious. You want people to say I love it, and you, <laughs> there are people who are gonna say I hate it, and、uh, yeah. you are like, oh, it's so, I I I don't know. It's it's unexplainable how sad sometimes it can be. Mm-hmm. It's a really joyous thing, and I love it. But at the same time,、mm-hmm. it makes me sad. I don't know why. It really makes me sad releasing、mm-hmm. music. <laughs> yeah. Why I say it like this right now? It's it's not something positive. Sorry. No, I. It's honest. I yeah. That's important. I think maybe the sad thing is like letting go of a baby.、Mm-hmm. Like I've holded it to myself for a couple of years, and、mm-hmm. I could make it better and give it nice clothes and. Make、yeah. the baby stronger and give it food, and I was the one who takes care of it. And now I have to let go,、yeah. push it in the world, and people are going to say, "Your baby's going out partying." Yeah, <laughs> in the clubs. Yeah, 
Oh with no, a lot of my beer, baby's in a club. <laughs> yeah, alcohol. And I said, no alcohol. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I, I also, I was thinking that part of it is also a reframe of the experience. Because yeah. personally, I never saw myself as brave because I was afraid mm. of so many things. Mm -hmm. And then one day I woke up and I realized I've done so many things despite being absolutely terrified every moment of it. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's something that's important to remember. Like even if you're in that place, you made something beautiful that is true to you and you're putting yeah. your voice out there and you're sharing yeah. not just your artistic voice, but you're sharing part of your perspective on the world. And that is so brave. Yeah, maybe that's good to remember mm -hmm. that that own what you said that that's good enough. That's that's enough. Yeah. What people do with it, you shouldn't worry about what what they do with it. You should mm -hmm. just be proud of yourself for putting effort yeah. to to give something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's uh, it is I'm really gonna, hard. Um, yeah with my next meditation i'm gonna think about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think yeah i think meditation is brilliant i mean i'm biased obviously but um one of the last books i read and i can't for the life of me remember what the title was but they said um fear is excitement without the breath mm. and i really like that yeah that, that resonates with me but can you explain it for you what it resonates for me, what it means is um, there are similar feelings of movement and of activation um, and of maybe like the jitters that you can, like you can see them as butterflies and they can be positive and exciting and they can also be nerve wracking. And I think the difference for me, at least when I'm excited and when I'm nervous is that when I'm really anxious, I hold my breath. And when I'm excited, I can breathe into it. And it feels good. Mm, yeah, true. And sometimes, yeah. And so sometimes for me, and I know this is really difficult if you're honestly terrified, <laughs> um, but in some moments, what you need is to lean into it and breathe in really deeply and remember that it's actually, it can be good, right? Mm. This, this activation and this thing that feels like um, being nervous can mm. also be the thing that makes you focused and that yep. drives you to action true and the part after it when you've done it something that you really don't want oh the the, 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 oh. the feeling of feeling on top of the world mm -hmm. that you should also remember and then focus on that before you think you you don't want to do something oh Feel so much and, yeah yeah totally i i really like that that idea of like what is what is going to happen if this goes right yeah, exactly. Not as what is going wrong, but what mm -hmm. if it, what if I finish it well and then yeah, oh, there's something new. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what you said earlier, maybe this is enough. Like regardless mm -hmm. of what happens next, of course we're hoping for the best in everything we put out into the world. Mm -hmm. But what if you can already be happy and proud that you created this yeah. and you made it all the way to the finish line? You created yeah, it true. from start to true. end. And it's you. Yeah. yeah, I think the part is it 
for me, that's the the difficult part. Enough is enough, and mm-hmm. be proud of it. I think that people will feel when you are finished and you're proud and you say, "This is it. This is all I have given." Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna listen to it or experience it, like, "Oh, he he has given it all." And if you go to somebody and it's like, "It's almost yeah." finish but i think if i had done this and this it would be better mm-hmm. then people are gonna listen to it like oh okay so mm-hmm. you could do more <laughs> so for me it's also a learning process that, that i think okay I'm, I'm gonna be i am really proud of what i made and it it's enough it's all i've given it's it's good mm-hmm. so totally. let's throw the baby in the world <laughs> <laughs> your baby is ready to grow up yeah yeah and in that um in that vibe because i love that I just wanted to ask you, what is your favorite thing about the release that's coming out? Mm, I think my favorite thing is that people, I hope they understand that there's going to be a lot more. So like in two weeks, I'm going to shoot a, next, a new video and we're mm. busy with the stage design and like the tentacles is just the beginning because there's going to be a lot of light and decor and costumes i want the people to feel that they're gonna dive into the world of reindeer and uh yeah i'm really proud that it's really gonna happen Mm -hmm. because yesterday i was in the train when i was happy like not like Mm -hmm. this morning but yesterday and i was like ryan this is something you worked for for two years because i also wrote like for one year of fun to raise money Mm. that went well you got the money you're now you're now living the dream come Mm -hmm. on be happy and i was like yes i'm happy so (laughs) i I think i'm yeah i'm proud of that Mm, that's amazing and i love that one of your intentions is to bring people into that world because i've seen you live several times in the past and it's really an immersive experience. It's not mm. just going to to hear someone make music, right? You really mm-hmm. step into this new world. And that's something yeah. I've always really loved about your music is that nice. it's really a step sort of out of the world, but maybe closer to the world. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. But that's maybe the, the Im- imagination or um, in Dutch is the world for building. Mm-hmm. I really love that word. It's the um, the wonders because also with the fairy tales and the characters and the Disney, um, they bring you closer to to the the normal world, mm-hmm. but with something that is not not something that we see around us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really nice because Im- imagination brings you further. I think. If mm-hmm. you think about yourself, like how do you see yourself in the future is imagination. You see yourself mm-hmm. maybe walking with a baby or you see yourself in a house, but you, you have imagination. How does that house look like? How does that baby look like? Mm-hmm. So it's really weird because it, it doesn't exist. But with your imagination, you're working towards that goal. Mm-hmm. So I think if I can put imagination in a new world, you can also understand it as an audience. You can you mm-hmm. can you can put your own feelings in it, but there there it's not like you are watching something and you think, what the fuck is this? This was a... <laughs> no, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have an imagination. Mm-hmm. That's amazing because th- that's what people can do. They can have imagination and create things. Oh yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. When I had that, idea that vision. Of, yeah. 
Yeah, about, about what I, uh, I thought about, because it's not just imagination what I'm doing on stage or mm -hmm. when you watch a movie, but imagination is constantly in your head. Mm -hmm. That's good to, to, to remember. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was thinking about something you said earlier, like you're in the world, but you bring some magic into it. Mm -hmm. And I really yeah. like that. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. I am very much looking forward to all your upcoming releases. Yes. Um, and if you're ready, I would like to go to Beyond the Bio. Um, mm -hmm. This question is yeah. something that most people don't know about you or that would surprise them if you told them. Well, I thought about it, but it's really difficult because I have... I really want to be an open book because mm -hmm. I think it's important because I, lo I love it when people are not like hiding things. Mm -hmm. Of course, you sometimes people are hiding things because it's important. But for <laughs> me, I, I get the, the most uh, remarks also. When I was younger, I did gym, gymnastics mm -hmm. on a fair, pretty high level. So cool. sometimes when I'm on the beach or I'm in the park, I can do like the flips and the... Mm the twirls and the and i wow. still do them too because I, I i hope when i'm 50 i can still do them so i want to keep up with it that's, so that's cool. the, the, the thing that people are like i can you do that and i'm <laughs> like yes girl <laughs> i, I love do that it. that's very cool so that's my, my part <laughs> and i love that you're keeping up with it you just keep keep doing them yeah it's it's also maybe a because i'm a bit scared of what i said getting older and that your body is like old and not able to to do it and i'm like every year oh i still can do it okay i'm yes. not old <laughs> yeah. defying gravity and time at the same time exactly yes <laughs> amazing i love that um and i would like to get back to what i mentioned before um which is boys won't be boys Mm -hmm. um, I know that this was impacted by COVID and by yeah. the yes. ridiculous year that was 2020. Yep. Um, but would you mind telling us a little bit about what is Boys Won't Be Boys? Yeah, so it's it's not my movement. It's a movement by Rickert van Huisstede. Mm -hmm. He made it and it's really, 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 really the sweetest boy, intelligent and um longing to make the world a better place with his movement and i love that about it and four years ago he um i saw a, a play of him because he also made theater plays and i was writing my um graduation play mm -hmm. and i knew i needed a um an, an opera singer Mm -hmm. And I was like researching, like, do I know opera singers? Because I needed for one song, just that one song. And then I saw him singing with a high falsetto mm -hmm. voice. And it was so beautiful. And I was like, he was standing there in a dress. Mm -hmm. and I was like, he, he is my character. He, that's, he, that, that's it. That's him. And then I asked him to, to, to join me. And he, sa he sang that, that, that song. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he did it so wonderful. But then... He already told me about yeah, I wanna I wanna start a boy band called Boys Won't Be Boys. Would you be interested to join? Mm -hmm. And I was like, boy band, boy band. Well, well what the what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I really liked the name and and the thoughts he had behind it. Mm -hmm. But the good thing is the boy band has become a movement, mm -hmm. and he made this movement 
uh, talking about why um, how we how we see uh, uh, the box of man, like mm. how you should be as a man, the the thing we all already spoke about. Yeah. And with his show, he, he um, collected like this um, group of all different kinds of boys, but also non-binary people, also intersex people, mm-hmm. um, who tell their story in the show through a song or uh, a dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like this potpourri, <laughs> how do you say <laughs> it? Like this diverse collage of of humanity. And mm. then you feel like when you, oh, it's, 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 you really, you, you didn't have, you didn't saw it, right? You didn't see it. No, I really yet. wanted to go. And then I think the show was canceled. Yeah, the show was canceled, of course, this year. Mm. But in September, like from 2021, September, the tour is starting again. Mm. And when you're in the audience, you really feel this connection with everybody. It's, it's really, mm. it's really amazing. It's such a good show. That's beautiful. I would love to see it. So I'm really excited for things to open back up. Yeah. Um, My number one recommendation. Mm, That's amazing. Yeah, it's my number two recommendation after your own album. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. Okay, that's my number one recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be sure. (laughs) Yeah, just to be sure. Mm, That's really cool. Um, And I think... If I want to hear more about the initiative, I should probably just invite him as well, hey? I think he's a really good one to invite, Mm. yeah. Cool, because I'd love to hear more about the show. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good one. Amazing. Um, And I wanted to check with you if there was anything else you wanted to talk about before going to Thrive. About anything or the album? Anything you want. (laughs) (laughs) The sky's the limit. Mm, I just want to maybe give a little bit of um, sunlight. Do we say it like that? Sunlight to my to the Makers Lab I already talked about, and especially oh, cool. like I work together now really closely with Tanya Busking, mm-hmm. and she's a very fierce woman working in the Hague. Mm. Uh, she's like a director. She is uh, making movies. She's um, a graphic designer, editor. She's like this power woman who oh. understands my vision. And together we're making this short movie, but also she's like the leader of the whole technicians, engineering, makers lab, who makes, for example, the tentacles in the videos mm. and who's going to make like the stage design. And I love it that I'm working with this woman who's like able to to um, understand my vision and also mm-hmm. to execute it very well. So I don't know. I love working with strong women. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so I, yeah. I love that. And it's so powerful to find somebody who understands your artistic vision. Oh, just and it's so difficult. I, oh. I've I've searched. I'm like working on this project. I, I'm working at India for like seven years almost. Mm-hmm. Of course, I found people, but it it's still like it's it, 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 this thing in your head, this world. How do you express it to somebody, and how does it translate mm-hmm. in the in the right in the right sound, in the right song, in the right uh, movie? It's yeah, it's oh, really yeah. difficult. But she especially. Yeah, especially if you're working with people in different disciplines and you want them to bring their best. So you don't yeah. just give them an exact s- script of this is what it looks like. So people really yeah. have to sort of telepathically connect with your vision. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's really weird. Sometimes it it happens just like 
that yeah and sometimes you need to search and keep searching and keep searching mm-hmm. and you are like you feel a little bit like sorry <laughs> it's not good enough <laughs> yeah it's not there yeah i was talking to somebody that finding a band and finding creative collaborations is like really complicated dating with many people <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's true but yeah. also a band mm-hmm. like for me i i decided like a couple of years ago that i don't want to be a, a band so mm-hmm. i want to be fluid like my reindeer is my face with yeah all these different kind of characters. So every year or every two year when I make a new album, I'm going to choose people mm-hmm. who I think fit my new fairy tale. Okay. And it gives me a lot of freedom, I have to mm-hmm. say, because when you're in band, you really are like with a family and you have to deal with everybody and everybody mm-hmm. has a different personality and a different will and oh, mm-hmm. sometimes so difficult. So mm-hmm. that's, that's lucky for me. <laughs> I love it. That's very cool. Um, and and really interesting that you get to sort of reinvent yourself every time. So yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. exactly. And then, if you're ready, I like to go to thrive. Mm-hmm. So to give you a little bit of background, also for those of you who are listening, um, in this part of the podcast, I ask Rainier three questions. What advice would you give yourself and anybody in a similar position about one staying afloat? two, learning to swim, and three, exploring the ocean. The first one, staying afloat, is about those days that are just really tough. And Rainier, I was wondering, during the most difficult times, um, what keeps you going and how do you stay afloat? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a couple of things. Mm -hmm. The first thing I do when I'm uh, really in my head and I'm like, lost and down i really say to myself go for a run go Mm -hmm. outside just just do something with movement because afterwards i feel less in my head and more in my body and i know the feeling that you're in your bed and you feel awful and you're like no i don't want to talk to anyone i don't want to run i don't want to do nothing Mm -hmm. just do it really 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 just do it because then it it helps me so much Mm -hmm. and the other one is my mother taught me really well to, um, how do you say it? Bite, bite into something really, really. Uh, yeah, to be tenacious. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, like she always said to me, okay, you can be lazy, but you can also just do one thing, do it really well, maybe just half an hour, but just finish one thing and then you're happy. And I'm always having like, yes, that's true. Just close the door come on one hour one hour of your life just Mm -hmm. do it and it always helped me because it can also be like just writing i don't know one new lyrics but it can also be like making a social media post or something Mm -hmm. but just 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 give it something because it's just a voice in your head of course and of course if you're really down i understand Mm -hmm. but then take a run (laughs) (laughs) and yeah for me i was wondering i was wondering if you could give answer to this question because i really think it's a good question oh thanks um that's a very good so i actually really like that you said go for a run because that's something that i've finally been been consistent with Mm, and so now if i've had really long days where you just feel kind of like mentally burnt out um i go running and my advice there is so nine out of ten times i feel like you know i'm too tired or too sore or maybe i'm you know it's not going to be perfect 
And then I tell myself, I can just go for a walk under the condition that I put on my running gear and I listen to my running music. <laughs> and uh, within yeah. 30 seconds, I'll be running. Exactly. So that's a that's a big thing. And another big thing for me is yoga, of course. Yep. Um, of course, and I think yeah. my most recent thing is a little check-in. I've actually made a special bonus meditation for people who work with me that is around this topic, but it's this idea of how am I feeling right now? Just do a quick mm. like scan. How do mm. I want to feel today? And what can I do to invite in those feelings? Yeah. And that's been because super me, helpful. I, I was wondering how you do that because for me, it's so difficult when I'm feeling okay Mm -hmm. yoga meditation i'm really up to it i'm like yeah let's do it mm -hmm. but when i'm like in my head or really uh stressful i the only thing that works for me then is to to go for a run but i really mm -hmm. want to be able to also put that on the yoga mat mm -hmm. <laughs> is it for you how do you how do you do that like when you're really like in your head oh do oh. you hear me still yeah i can hear you oh it's okay Cool. Um, that's, that sounds super relatable. And at the end of the day, it's really about what works for you. Um, but for me, what sometimes works, because I also have those days where I really mm. want to practice yoga and I know it's going to be good for me, but I'm just too um, sort of like frazzled, right? <laughs> where you feel yeah. like your brain is fried and there's just too much nervous energy in your body. And for yeah, me, what like, sometimes helps. I cannot get there. Oh, totally. And for yeah. me, what sometimes helps is to go for the run and then practice yoga after. Because ah, yes. you've created space in your mind, you've tired out your body a little bit, and then you maybe get to a place where you can sit with yourself. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think my biggest advice is like, do try what works for you, but mm. don't feel like it has to look a certain way. Like if yoga first thing in the morning is not your jam, then don't do it. <laughs> yeah true. that's okay at the end of the day it's about you feeling better right yeah true so if that's the run then that is your mindful moment just try yeah, to, to pay one. attention to your breath and the feet on the pavement and you know maybe the yeah. movement of your arms and make that your mindfulness practice yeah and find out for yourself when is the right time also totally. yeah meditation for me like around five o'clock p.m oh, PM, yeah. it's mm -hmm. really difficult because i'm falling asleep constantly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i don't but in the morning it's okay for me mm -hmm. yeah that's that's already a beautiful um inside sort of, yeah totally <laughs> yeah totally i think that's super important and also for anybody listening like if you feel like that just doesn't work for me or it doesn't work at the time where i think i'm supposed to do it like people mm. always told me you have to run first thing in the morning that's good for your brain <laughs> and i can't mm. do it I'm not a morning person. I just want no. to get started on my work. And I've been yeah. running after work um, when it's just turning a little dark. And yeah, that is my too. happy place. Yeah, me, because what I said, five o'clock, or I fall asleep or I go for a run and mm. the run gives me like this yeah. quick snap. And then you can yeah. make it through the rest of the evening. <laughs> exactly. And if I run in the morning, like the first hour is okay, but then mm. I get so tired yeah. because I have, I have the feeling like I, I've given my all already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i feel the same way and so you know just find what works for you and yeah. to, to any like to you but to anybody listening as well if you need any help figuring it out i'm super happy to help you um but also just like give yourself permission to let it be what it is 
Um, if you have one healthy coping mechanism, you're doing pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. Oh, and dance class. I forgot that one. Oh, because it's closed. So uh, because of the lockdown, but Mm. that one. What kind of dance do you do? Well, I have the Amsterdam Dance Center in uh, Amsterdam. You have like the class pass, so you can go to everything you want. Mm -hmm. But I do hip hop. I do modern. I do just just what I feel like. Love it. Whatever I whatever I want to do. But that one is like and getting out of your head into your body and it's fun it's mm. so much fun totally yeah and a little shout out if you want to see it in your dance <laughs> you really <laughs> have to watch the video yeah it's an extra yes. plug at the end yeah um, we really wanted to do like the lady gaga scene cool. like one good choreo just yeah. for 30 seconds like mm-hmm. yes amazing and the outfits like the shirt yeah. you're wearing with the dances is so amazing oh i bought it at the at a sex a sex store how do you say it sex store <laughs> it sounds a bit weird this is not good for my image <laughs> yeah <laughs> sex boutique yeah but it's, is it's that the awesome. word erotic shop that's oh, yeah. the word <laughs> they have really nice shirts really nice shirts mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so um i wanted to say one more thing because we've mentioned the video a couple times And I just wanted to let everybody who's listening know that if you want to find all the details and the timestamps and all the information about Rainier, you can go to changeyourmindwithflora.com, click on the podcast tab, and then click on Rainier's face, (laughs) and it will give you all the information. And that being said, I would love to go to learning to swim. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I love this question. It is somebody listening wants to do what you do, Rainier. Where do they start and what advice do you give them? Yeah, that's always the question because it's so different for people. Mm-hmm. Like my father always told me, practice, 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 mm-hmm. because I was on piano and he was like a conservatory uh, guitar player mm-hmm. and he's really good. And he said, if you want to be a piano player, you have to practice, practice, practice. But I thought the whole time, I love piano, but it's not going to be my main thing. Mm. I just need it for songwriting. I need it for making my songs. So I think my advice would be uh, learn from the people around you, mm. but dig deep in your heart. What is it that you want to do with it? Mm. Because you can, I sometimes I wanted to please my father with being really good at piano, but and he's really into what I'm doing right now because mm-hmm. so that's that's not the thing but but um I loved theater I loved music I loved songwriting and I was mm-hmm. really confused so I started studying songwriting and but when I started the the education I knew no it's it's this is not what you want but it's just fear mm-hmm. you think you're not good enough as a performer so you're going to study songwriting because you know you're good at it but so after one year, I really got this epiphany moment, like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? No, you gotta change, you have to change it. And then I had like, okay, but do I like theater? Do I like music? Oh, I like both. And I did audition for both schools, so theater mm-hmm. and music. And I made it through all the levels of um, how do you say that? Like uh, the audition, the audition rounds, levels. You yeah, there were audition rounds. Mm-hmm. And then at the last minute when one september started and i had to choose i was like okay 
I'm 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 gonna do music. Mm-hmm. And then um first I was like, oh, why can I do not both? And uh because yeah, we live in a time that we can do everything we want, <laughs> of course. But but now I'm really happy that I finished those four years of of conservatory. I did the mm-hmm. pop academy, I did singing and piano, and I really um stuck myself into the material and mm. really my teachers were like um, because I wanted to do stuff with decor and costumes and they were like yes Rani is really nice that you want to do this but just keep yourself on your technique for four years and then after it you can be free and you can do whatever you want mm. and I'm really really happy that I did it so my advice would be stay true to your heart so you can choose the the right path because for me I felt like I wasted a little bit of my time two years mm. because I didn't listen truly to my own heart and the second advice would be um, really really dig yourself into some something it really helps you because then after it you can right now i'm doing dance class i'm doing theater class i'm all those things because it helps me it, it makes mm-hmm. my music stronger but the core the music i really have enough of technique uh, technique to 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 be able to to put that off and be in a really good level of that mm-hmm. yep that's my advice <laughs> i love that i think that's really good advice um and i like that it's applicable to pretty much anybody yeah right? true no matter what somebody's going to do, if they want to be in music or in theater or something completely different, like somebody wants to be in law or in business, um, it works if that's what, yeah, what you truly want. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too, because it needs, you need to have some sweat and some tears to get to where you want to. It's, it's, it doesn't, it's not just there. You really have to, to work hard for it. And I think sometimes we forget Oh that, yeah, that we have to work hard for things. Yeah, like if you love what you do, you never have to work a day in your life. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but still, also with the things about production. Oh yeah. I really hated that, and I was like, I'm not good with computers, and I'm like this and that. But mm-hmm. then when I really, I'm still not very uh, good with it. But I understand the basics, or even more than that. And now I can make my own demos. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I see other musicians who didn't p- put themselves into it, and they're like, "Oh, and I want to make my demos, but I don't know how." And I'm like, "Just give yourself one year of really learning, and then you can do it. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's not that difficult." So sometimes yeah. I think dig, dig into something. Mm-hmm. And I think it can feel hard to learn something that you're not very good at and that you also don't love very much. But once you can do it, it's so empowering. Yeah, true. Yeah, I like that. And I think we're ready for the last question, exploring the ocean. So this is a two-part question. So I'm just going to start with part one. (laughs) And that is, what are you most proud of right now? And it can be anything. It can be material. It can be psychological. It can be anything. Mm. Well, I think that's what I already said when I'm yesterday when I was in the train and I was like, yes, everything has come together. Mm. This is the first time because I was a lot of times when I um, made my graduation show four years ago, which mm. one also Rickett was be was a part of. The theater sector said to me, it's way too much pop music. You have to, to be a band. This and, and the pop music department said, no, this is theater. 
So I was like being ping-ponged between those two. And I was like, mm. oh, maybe, maybe I should, uh, should adjust myself or... And some people said, maybe you could make a show that people can stand and just drink beers like in a bar. And I was like, all these opinions. And I even started to adjust my play. And then I thought, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Just this is what I wanted to do. Finally, I'm there. I'm super proud oh, yeah. of it, of the result. But because it's a little bit difficult to, to put on stage or to, to, to have an audience for it, I should adjust. And, and then I thought, no, I'm going to. I'm going to uh, apply to a fund. I'm going to raise money. And if I have the money, I have all my freedom to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And well, in last September, I heard I, I got the money and now I'm able to do it. So I'm proud that I s stuck to my own vision. And Amazing. even if it, there's not a lot of audience for it, I don't give a fuck because <laughs> I'm, I'm able to do it. And I think that makes me really happy right now. Mm, that's amazing. And I love that we're coming full circle here. Because you started the yeah. conversation with, you know, you have this like, are you masculine enough? Are you feminine enough? Like mm -hmm. there's much more breathing space in this gray area in the middle where you can just be. Yeah. And I love that. That's exactly what you've created for yourself in this world between, you know, pop music and theater. Yes. And you just made your own rules. Yeah. And, and also to come back at the beginning, there are much more um, overlap mm. between those worlds, then there is a div division. So, so yeah. absolutely, I found also like, yeah, it doesn't matter how you call it. I'm a, I'm, yeah. I'm a pop artist. I'm a, a theater maker. Yeah, whatever. You're an <laughs> I'm artist. Both, I'm an artist. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way that we're humans. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. True. I love that. I think you can be rightfully proud of what you've created and what you're creating right now. It's very cool. And I'm very yes. curious to hear people's responses um, because yeah. I think it's not only beautiful, <laughs> it's necessary, right? It's, it's necessary that we're having this conversation and that yeah. we're verbally giving people permission. Yeah, true. So I love it. I'm really excited to see what happens. Yes, and as the last part, um, your foundation is solid. You've got everything in place. What is your biggest ambition for the future? Mm. You mean like everything is on at its place, like everything is fine, exactly yeah, where you want it to be? Yeah, you're in a place where you have the money, you have the resources, you're feeling good. You have mm. all the basics in place, and now you can think really big. Well, my biggest dream is to do a world tour, mm. like with a play with that world with a whole stage design and costumes and characters and people i don't know put it in and put it put my put my stage in a forest and let people come to it and mm -hmm. and travel the world and i, I would love to uh, to to make that world bigger to to uh, really seek the boundaries for what is possible for it to, to take people into into the world of reindeer Oh, and I, I want that. a baby, <laughs> a real baby. <laughs> I love it. And I love that that was so casually thrown in the, at the end. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. That's so nice. What inspires you about these dreams? Why does it make you happy? Mm. 
I think it, it comes from a true place. Like what mm. those are, I think those are really important values in my life to, to give some, to give people art, to give them music, because mm. for me, it helped me also with a lot of situations. And I think with the baby, I would love to, 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 to take care of somebody and to mm. see it grow up and to, to, together with my boyfriend, make a family and, 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 because that's also really important to me, like mm -hmm. family and and being able to 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 share things together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. I yeah. really like that. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here today. I'm really happy I got to talk to you. Yeah, me too. It's really nice conversation. Yeah, it makes me feel at ease. Mm, I'm very happy about that. Yeah, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your vision and, and your thoughts with us. Um, you know, if you're listening, please go, please go to the page and listen and watch the, the video because it's really amazing. We would love to hear what you think um, about the podcast and about the music. And thank you, Rainier, for being here. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, don't be afraid to change your mind. <laughs>